Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Chloe Trujillo. She has tons of new work to promote because she's been super duper busy, a busy bee. Right now, I've got Chloe on the show to share some more information about so many things. Mothers, oh. mothers of a new nation, a mystery ride, sixty-six steps. So everything, everything. Yeah. So Chloe, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you for having me. Absolutely, great to have you on. Now, take us through. I don't know what sixty-six steps towards the mystery ride, and then you take the mystery ride to a new nation, and you meet yeah. the, the mothers, mothers of a new nation. I'm putting it together okay. in a sentence. <laughs> it's good. Well, sixty-six steps is not is not. We haven't released uh, the EP yet, but um, it. When I first moved to LA, I auditioned for them, and then I was their uh, their vocalist for a few years, and uh, we never. We actually played shows, but we never recorded our songs ever, and so. Um, and then we kind of, you know, everybody went on with, with their lives. I had a couple kids, the bass player had a couple kids, and, and we kind of, then I went, I, I did this project called Descend with a guitar player, um, which turned out to be more an acoustic uh, thing, and we did a couple shows together, too, with new songs. And uh, I had the idea, because I've been recording all my songs uh you know, here uh, in my studio, and I thought, well, why not record? You know, I was, I was just on the road recording, recording, <laughs> writing songs, recording stuff, and I thought, hey, why not? Um, why don't we record all these old songs that we never actually recorded? And and um, so we agreed to it uh, all together. So we recorded four four of our songs. One of them, we were going to record five, but one of them actually was kind of recorded in the past as a demo, but it was still used in a movie. Um, so we had that song down, we, you know. But um, anyway, it was a fun process to uh, uh, meet again after all these years, and, and we're going to release it as a vinyl. Um, and then it'll be obviously also available digitally. Um, so that was that, uh, then the mystery ride, um, EP, uh, was, I, I wrote that at the same time that I wrote Mothers of a New Nation, um, and, but the mystery ride I wrote, uh, with two guys, uh, from the mountains, because I'm in the mountains here, Santa Monica Mountains, uh, one guitar player, um, called Chris and uh, a composer keyboard uh, named Dan. Uh, so this is more, this is going to come out to um, pretty soon. I think I'm going to, I don't know, it's ready to go out, to be released. I'm, I'm thinking maybe after the Mothers of the New Nation is released, I should release it. Uh, in the in the fall like like later maybe november um but this is more like a frog rock metal kind of project um and then the mothers of the new nation is a project that i originally started working with a guy named tommy d who is an engineer um 
he worked back in the day uh, for Death Row Records. Mm -hmm. so he worked as an engineer on a lot of those hip hop, uh, rap uh, artists, uh, you know, Tupac, N.W.A., uh, you know, all these, all these people. So I kind of like working with him because when I recorded my song there and I would send him my ideas, you know, I would write bass lines with my keyboard. I would write, you know, I have some, a couple of guitars in the back and I would like have ideas of riffs and, and, and send him vocals. And then he would also always add like a kind of a beat, like almost like a hip hop kind of beat. And I like that mix, you know? Yeah. And so, but then when, uh, so before we released and finished any of that, everything was still as a demo at the demo stage. And then the pandemic hit and everything was closed. So, um, I'm going to talk, talk about Logic Pro again. Sweet. <laughs> but that's like it, but no, but <laughs> he's working with Pro Tools, but I, you know, I had Logic in on my computer, but I was always reluctant to, you know, go all the way in the computer mode or whatever it, <laughs> it was, uh, it, you know, yeah. but... The pandemic, I had no choice. If I wanted to release the songs and finish them, so I forced myself to learn, and I'm learning every day still, you know, but uh, there's so much, so many, like, I mean, it, it was overwhelming in the beginning, and then it became a little less overwhelming, but now I feel it's overwhelming again because there's so many plugins, there's so many options, you know, but at least I can do what I need to do now. Uh, and be completely independent, not having to wait on somebody else to help me. Um, so that's the good thing that this uh, lockdown uh, brought to me is, is kind of, you know, it's either I push myself and learn it or, or these songs go dormant uh, until I can see somebody, you know. And back in, you know, a year ago, we didn't know, uh, over a year ago when this first started, we didn't know how it would evolve. So... So yeah, so then I, I finished them uh, here and uh, got them um, mastered, and then I've been releasing uh, from that album. I've been releasing a song a month since uh, January, so it's been cool. Mm -hmm. It's been a process. Yeah, it has. Props to Logic Pro. <laughs> it's a. Uh... I mean, any of the ones that you, you might pick, Pro Tools, Cubase, whatever. I mean, you could spend an entire lifetime trying to find the end of that rabbit hole. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's endless. <laughs> so, yeah, and at some point you get to make a decision. Like, I, even, I, you know, I have a mic here, um, um, and you can choose, you can set it up as different mics, like it could sound, and even that is overwhelming because mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, what, you know, what sounds better with my voice? Well, it also depends on how I'm singing the song I'm singing, you know, yep. if it's more belting out or if it's more spoken words or if it's more, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's I endless. Know. I know. We won't even start about when guitar. Make it yeah. Like, this is it. I know. We won't even get onto guitar tone because that's another rabbit hole. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm -hmm. Even sometimes I'm on the keyboard and, and I'm trying to find like a drum sound and I'm testing different kits and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, but the snare, 
it's a little harsh. Okay, let's try this. Let's try, and it's endless. And then after a while, you can't hear anything anymore because nope. you've been like with your headphones all, you know, for like four hours listening to drums and you can't, you know. Yeah. It's all so. just, all just white noise and pain at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I paint, actually. I, I, I it, you know, this is the music air zone and that zone. And then over on the other side of that computer is my art zone where I paint. And sometimes I take break. It works perfectly, actually, because when I'm, you know, I don't feel really stuck. But I, when I'm trying to hear something that I'm not hearing anymore, then I take a break and I go paint. I paint. I feel good. I come back here. And I usually resolve the issue and, and vice versa. You know, I'd be working on music, I'd be painting. And I was like, I don't know if that painting is finished or not. Let's see. Let's set it aside. I come here, work on music. And then I go back to the painting. I'm like, oh, yeah, it needs this. It needs that. Or, you know, or it's done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it kind of works. We were chatting <laughs> previously about learning when it's done. Yeah. It's it's a hard decision to make, <laughs> but it has to be made. You have to just decide. Okay, that's that's it, done. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems so easy, right? You set up your space, you get your interface, your microphone, boom, I'm ready to go, yeah. and then no, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. There's a guitar behind you. Is that showing up on some recordings? Uh, that's actually not showing. I have two guitars here, uh, the little guys, uh, but. That's my idea. Like, I'm not good enough of a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little shy guitar player. I'm not good enough of a guitar player to, to dare to record it. Record, I record the demos or my ideas with it, for mm-hmm. sure. But, uh, but I'd, I'd rather have, like, a, a pro <laughs> on the final recordings, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I would make myself crazy because like oh, I'm not fast enough. Oh, I'm not following yet. Like oh, I messed up here, and, and I just for a while I was doing great in the beginning of of the lockdown. Like I said, like even even my husband was making fun of me. She's like, oh, he's he's like at the when this shit is over, you're gonna be like Steve Vai and be like shredding on the guitar because I was <laughs> I was pretty good at practicing guitar um, every morning. Mm-hmm. And and then the first video music video uh, shoot happened, and Anne, who we mentioned in the before, who's um, made all my music videos so far, like recent ones, uh, wanted to do my hands and my nails, so I had to keep and and we shot within three weeks so for three weeks i had to keep my normal i couldn't play guitar right like right now they they go super fast but like i cut them when i know i'm writing and i and so that kind of jacked me up with the <laughs> on my program and it was like three yeah. weeks you know, when you lose the habit and it was like oh no and uh so i gotta get back onto because i was practicing you know, harder stuff so I could get dexterity in my fingers and strength and all this. But yeah. Steve, anyway. I stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So we've got, I noticed you mentioned you're releasing a song, Mother's the New Nation. Each month I've got music video for what appears to be every single freaking song on yeah. the record. So take us through these music videos. I, me- I know you mentioned Anne was a part of it. 
Yes. So it, uh, I met Anne, um, I mean, a while back. She's actually, her son was going to school with my sister's daughter. And they, so we met at parties. Yeah, my sister has a daughter and, and Anna has a son. And they were both going to the same school. So they started being friends. And okay. then I got at parties, we met and we connected like right away without, that was way before videos. And then um, when I started releasing the song, wanting to release the song and I had a plan in mind, uh, you know, I always thought, you know, visuals are great to go along with song and just not, you know, and I, we did a hike together um, and I was, uh, and I just asked her for some advice because I knew she worked on a lot of commercial projects for different brands doing video uh, work. So I asked her for advice and she gave me her advice. And at the end of the hike, she's like, but I'll do them for you. Let's, let's do one. Let's, let's see how, how it goes. And, uh, and we'll go from there. And we loved it so much working together. Uh, and I let her completely like carte blanche. I, I give her complete freedom to do the video behind the song. So I will send her a song and she has the ideas. And then she tells me what to do, what to wear, where are we going to go? And, and I was, you know, and I'm always happy with the result and we have tons of fun doing it. And she has tons of fun doing it. Um, she told me before, you know, so it's been working and it's been fun and, uh, yeah. And we are about to shoot the next one. Uh, next week, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Is there a drone? A drone, like a bunch of bees? Definitely a drone. Yeah, because we never used a drone uh, up until the lightning strikes twice. Okay. Uh, and but that location, we went scouting that location. Sun? No, Monday morning. So, uh, and it needs a drone. It's gonna be so crazy amazing with the drone with the help of the drone because it has yeah mm-hmm. yeah is there a theme to this record mothers of a new nation it seems like there could be yeah i i think i mean um you know it, it it's it yeah it's uh it's hard to explain in in a few words but it's mostly like the evolution of this planet, the evolution of the people, the evolution of everything, and, and each song has a specific message, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I call it Mothers of a New Nation. I mean, I'm, I'm a mother, but it's it's more, uh, it's not necessarily, you know, mother, mother, but it's just the birth of something new. So, yeah. Okay. You know, I could talk about it for an hour, but we don't have an hour, but yeah, it's it's... No. You just get the music and listen and enjoy it. Yeah. I say we've only got maybe 10 minutes. If you could take that hour, chunk it down into 10 minutes, that'd be great. Yeah. Could chunk it, do some Tony Robbins chunking exercises, and we'll go from there. Oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. So we've chatted about working with Tommy D, and yeah. I was going to ask, like, how in the world, what? But you mentioned, you answered my question for me. You said you dug the way he, he splashed in the 
the hip hop beats. Um, you mentioned Logic Pro X. We got to get that in there every single time. Uh, we chatted about 66 Steps. Guys went into the studio, uh, record those songs that never got recorded. Uh, Finally recorded. That's right. Yeah. 66 Steps to the Mystery Ride. You were working with Dan and Chris, collab in the mountains with Dan and Chris. Yeah. It was magical. It was magical. It was. Yeah. You can hear it. And the, uh, I didn't have Topo Chico. Can I say that? (laughs) I don't even know what that is. Is that? It's a magical water. Oh, is it ayahuasca? Like something? No, 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 no. Topo Chico is actually a a sparkling water, but it's supposed to be from a source in Mexico that has those magical properties, but not like, yeah. Okay. Well, it makes sense. And then Mothers of a New Nation and some music videos. So those uh, watching YouTube, the website, rockmetalpodcast.ca, or if you're listening in on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you are tuning in today, in the show notes down below is going to be uh, Chloe's website, ChloeTrujillo.com, as well as any music video I could find. There will be yeah, a- I have the YouTube channel now that's more that's been more active with the, all those music videos that have been released. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. One kind of random question. What was it like going back and recording the material that you guys had worked on in 66 Steps, worked on? you know, a few years back. Did you guys do yeah. it exactly as you had done it or did time give some perspective? Did you rewrite they, some things? They threw in some curveballs at me because, uh, uh, I mean, it was kind of, <laughs> I know, I was like, what's, what's that now? Oh, oh could they? Uh, well, they heard that you're Steve Vai now, so they... <laughs> uh, and you're like, no, guys, the nails. Look, I'm making music videos. I can't do it. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not into the fake shit that you can remove like this. I'm into the real thing, so. Yeah, because um, this is real, okay? Yeah, this is this this is real, all right? This is real hair. We'll get that often. That's the most common question. Are you hair real? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That was, actually, that was on my list of questions. I have it crossed off, though. It just seemed inappropriate. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was a pretty much almost the same thing as we had those songs but so the way that uh we did it is they recorded the music and then i went in and did my vocals uh on a different day and uh, but they had warned me they say oh we added some little things here and there and when it was time for me to record the vocals i mean i knew the songs you know you know i mean it took like one or two takes in, in certain songs but there you know there was these in two songs, there was this moment, like, what is going on? Like, I didn't recognize, you know, they added, like, some, some extra guitar things and extra, like, whatever. And uh, I got lost a little bit. But um, otherwise, it was pretty much the same thing. They were fun to play, you know, to, to record. Mm-hmm. They just threw in some curveballs. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. All right. I thought I was prepared and, yeah. Mm-mm. Hmm. Well. Yeah. Oh, well. It happened anyways. It's, it sounds cool. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm excited to hear it. Keep me in the loop. Oh, I will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, that concludes my questions other than I'm totally curious about the artwork that I can see anyway. 
Some of it, yeah. Tell me about the the eye. And there's more eyes. Yeah, there's eyes everywhere. I even have eyes, you know, all over. Wow. Um, I don't know. I have this fascination with eyes. The way I, I do my uh, my artwork is almost like a, a spiritual process. It I never plan what I'm going to paint before I actually facing a canvas and act actually I'm already painting. I have visions that what's going to, and that's why there's a lot of, there's very symbolic, like a lot of, of um, meanings in each of my paintings because when, after I'm done, I compare it to a dream, you know, when, when you're dreaming about something and things at the first approach, like when you think about your dream, nothing makes sense. Like, well, you know, this appeared and then I was flying and this, and then I'm like in a room and then this, and this person turns into a cat or whatever it is. It doesn't make sense. But when you try, when you start to analyze the meaning between each of these uh, symbols, it actually makes sense according to your experience, according to your, your life experience, according to your beliefs, according to whatever. Uh, and I find out with my paintings a lot, I have a vision and I just go ahead and paint what I see. And it's once a painting is finished that I, I, uh, can analyze what's going on and what is the meaning behind it. And so the eye, I mean, you asked about the eye, the eye appears a lot in, in those visions, but it can mean something according to the context of the painting, it can mean something completely different. Um, so yeah, so actually uh, years back, I wrote an essay, I wrote three essays, one about the skulls, one about the eye, and one about the heart. Um, and then I stopped, I get too busy to write more. Mm -hmm. But uh, but it was, yeah, it, it was just trying to, see all the different significations and meanings of the eye or each of those symbols, you know, that are, um, that appear in my paintings often. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, that's, it really depends on the context and sometimes even colors, you know, colors have a meaning and colors have an effect on your body. Uh, there, it's all vibration, you know, it's all different frequencies, just like sound. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. There's the blue, so I'm calm. I'm going to look at the eye, and I it's red, so I feel the opposite of calm, and that I'm being watched by all those eyes, and now I'm just confused. Say so there, I've done my job then. <laughs> exactly, you've done your job. It's <laughs> just like trying to hypnotize you, and then, and then <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Hypnotized, done, boom. Uh, cool. It reminded me, because... I come from a Jewish background, so it reminded me in a lot of um, Kabbalistic uh, work. There's the yeah. eye that's supposed to represent the eye of God. Yeah. Yeah, there's the eye of God, the all-seeing eye, the, you know, but then, yeah, there's so many so many different meanings, but, but true, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Okay, when you mentioned, I think you mentioned some spirituality stuff. I saw you're an oracle. Yeah. I did, I did, I created two, uh, decks of cards one called the inspiration cards that's a 29 card deck and then one uh uh is the oracle cards um yeah Tara? i've had tons of fun yeah so so 
Yes, it's your oracle card uh, process was taking a few of my paintings that inspired me to create cards from them and message, the messages behind them. So that was created, but that was a more labor-intensive creation because I was really trying to sense a universal meaning be behind each of those paintings. And, and then after I was done with that, all of a sudden I had what, you, you know, you can call a download, like all these ideas. And so I had an old um, stock, uh, 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 like an old stash of like stock cards. And I just drew on those. And I knew it was 29 cards. And I just drew with pencil, one after the other, with the meaning, everything. And that was done in two days. And I scanned those drawings, and I created decks with those. Huh. It, was, it was insane. In two days, the other one took like a, over a month. But they, these were just like, I, I knew what I was doing. Like, just, just, and I couldn't do anything else these two days. I just was focused on. Yeah. Yeah, the kids were like, Mom, we need you. And you're like, no. No, can't talk to me. No, can't talk to me. Can't do it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Sweet. Okay. I'm like, Robert, Robert, take care of the kids. Robert, I'm busy. <laughs> That's how I call my husband. Robert. Robert. Do you speak French? Un peu. Yeah. Un peu. Un peu. Je parle français, mais je pense que je parle français assez mal. Ça, c'est pas trop mal, ça va? <laughs> Merci. Some Canadians are a lot worse. I can't, you know, can't understand. I had a friend from Quebec and... We met in New York. I was doing musical. We were both doing musical theater in New York. And she kept insisting on talking French with me. And you know how they use old words? Like, like a, a, we call it a car as a voiture. Mm -hmm. but they call it a charrette or something. And it's like, oh my that. God, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we're very proud of that culture, but it's a very unique culture in that they mix English and French, and then they also, as is the case with a lot of North American um, cultures, sometimes it gets locked in time. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's totally locked in time. Yeah. I watched, I think I was, uh, I forgot which part of the world I was in. Maybe it was Toronto, and I watched this, uh, it was a drama series, but it was all in, in that Canadian French. Mm -hmm. And the lady had lost her son, smashed in the car and all this. And she's at the hospital. Where's my son? And all this. And it's super dramatic. And I was crying laughing because they use the word charrette, which means the little chariot instead of, of car, you know, yeah. all these stuff. And I'm like, I can't. It's, it's, I can't even get into this thing because it's, it's hilarious to me. Yeah. And everybody's crying in the in the movie or whatever. It was like, oh my god, it's just mm -hmm. this is too funny. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Growing up, I were my my dad's side is Ukrainian, and they had come to Canada like after World War Two or some or World War One. Sorry, around World War One. And they're just kind of stayed in that community, and obviously there wasn't a whole lot of communication back home. So there's yeah. some expressions and things in Ukrainian that I had learned. And when I was in um, Russia and Ukraine traveling around, I remember saying some things and people were like, what year are you from? Like, we haven't, yeah. s 
(laughs) We haven't said that in like a hundred years. Like what? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, sweet. All right, well, it was good to have you on. We chatted about working with Tommy D, Logic Pro X, Steve Vai, spiritual artwork, being an oracle. Anything. Yeah, we talked about being surrounded by bass players. Maybe that was the last one that we were chatting about that. We chatted about Robert and um, how he has to take care of the kids. And And I'm uh, doing my cards. Yeah, and doing your cards. And um, sometimes you just be like, yeah, why don't you go practice? And uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got it all. It's perfect. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) 